Now I'm gonna have another exciting Tech Tuesday. I'm gonna hit this and make it go properly. Let's see what happens. Here we go, we're live. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Tech Tuesday here at the Bizimoto headquarters. And for those of you on YouTube, thank you so very much for being part of this archive moment. I love you very much. Hello, Ron Kane, good seeing you. Isaac, good seeing you as well. And you know, guys, it's so amazing. I, I was slightly delayed coming on because we had this crazy alert that you know we should really stay at home, social distance in California. We've had this ridiculous spike in COVID uh, affairs, COVID infections, COVID cases. And I, I went early morning to the South Bay, went to go to AEM. I will not, AEM is my family. They will not even allow me in the facility. So I couldn't go, so I just went and dropped something off in the front door and left. Couldn't find anything to eat. Everything was closed. I was hungry, so I grabbed a bar and came here to the office. So it's bananas, you know? My goodness. Um, hello, Koval. Good seeing you indeed. Hello from Indonesia, Nico. Thank you so much for joining. Ah, Chile is in the house, courtesy of Fipe Espinosa. Good seeing you indeed. I know, funny indeed, right, MJ? David, good afternoon. Wix, good to see you as well. It is cold. Oh, Parsi, I'm wearing a jacket. Look at me. I'm wearing this, this sweater because it's cold. Wagon Carosco, good seeing you as well. Tyler, thank you for joining us this afternoon. Yes, I have quite a few cars, and I'm very proud of this one in particular that's right behind me here. This is the 935X that Porsche posted yesterday. Now, you may not think it's a big deal because we've had manufacturers post our cars. We have Honda post a bunch of our cars, Hyundai post our cars, Ford post our cars, but Porsche is very particular, and think of their, their mantra. You know, there's no substitute. They typically don't embrace tuners. So to have a tuner vehicle like this behind you, courtesy of our friends of RS and Rod Bott and Onomonto Conifer and us putting this together, to get on the, on the main page of Porsche was a big deal for us. And then, of course, the K3 back there next to the M16. So quite a, this is like a 935 row right here. It's like 390. How often do you see 395, three 935s in a row? It's pretty cool. South Carolina in the house. Thank you so much for joining us. Borwell, good seeing you. Keduki Mere says, big wig. Yes, as a matter of fact, um, this car came from the UK. So that came from overseas. It's now here. So we deal with clients all around the world. We've shipped cars to Finland, um, to UK, um, I think Croatia, which is weird. Anyway, we've shipped all around the world, you know. Thank you so much, and you should. You know, it's a different type of car, Let. I've, I, you know, I honed my teeth in small displacement, high RPM engines like the Honda that I'm looking at right here, and there's a Honda CRZ right here, which is my first foray into anything EV, and Honda forced me to do that. But then the Porsche community is very tight-knit, very respectful, very encouraging. The camaraderie is second to none. The Porsche Club of America is the largest automotive club on the planet. And there's so many Classic 911s still existing. So you can do Classic. Today I drove the 991 to work as my daily today, which is great. Thank you, Hedy, for letting me borrow it. And um, it, it's just been great. It's been great indeed. Which is the Honda S2000 you posted recently, BC? I believe it's the EV Electric, says Uyparse. Yes, so my good friend, Ryan, from Rywire, was kind enough to help me from years and years ago and make my creations come to life on the, on the electrical side. So you remember the wagon we had, right? The blue wagon with a D-series that made 700 plus horsepower. Ryan wired it up for me. Ryan did the wiring on the 
Odyssey van right there. I haven't got a harness for him for this customer. He did a harness on this. So he's very good at doing harnesses. And when I built the K3V, I did two things which are pretty, pretty evil. I talked to him about getting to that space because it's, it's very, very nice and it's some, something that should be the future for him. And secondly, I had him drive that car and he drove it like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I told him, you know, think of a platform you love and just convert it. Now, he got mad at me after a while because he, he, I guess I didn't do a good job in sharing how difficult and expensive it can be. <laughs> but, you know, as a team, we're there helping each other out and that car, he did a smashing job. The car is immaculate. This S2000 is gorgeous. It's absolutely impeccable. No stone left unturned. The paint, the interior, the details, the, 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 the toggle to be able to initiate movement of the thing, uh, how the contactors are laid out, how the wiring is laid out is very nice. And, and, you know, he showed some of the wiring, which will be covered and secured very soon just to show the quality of his work. But we're able to help him with some technology and logic, which is good. So that's something really great. Lightbox. Speaking of EV, Lightbox is a company that I want to try their wares out. They make these pretty lightweight, forward-thinking batteries. And on the 12-volt side, maybe I can encourage them to do something on the HV side. But I want to try this stuff out. For years, I've used Odyssey. And Lightbox, the technology seems encouraging because, especially in Southern California where things are kind of crazy, the Lightbox battery is not only lightweight and efficient, but you can use your phone to disable it so that someone cannot take off with your vehicle, unless they pull a battery out and try and find it and put it in the back. They won't even know. But guys, what I would do is I'm going to write to them. I'm going to get a battery here. We're going to do a test together. And let's see how cool it is and make it happen. Eh? I, I, I love technology. It's just great. And then I can probably put in that EV over there and that at 9.35 there, and maybe even this one right here. And I'm building two. Zach, don't say anything. I see you here, Zach. I'm building two crazy cars this year. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And um, there are some people who are excited about my EV ventures, some people who are not as excited. For those ones who are excited, Kovolt, you're here. Zach, you're here. You're going to be just blown away. Zach, don't say anything. However, for those who don't like it, they're going to be really pissed at me because it's going to really just break the internet. Anyway, so I'm pretty excited. Hello, Dr. Larry. Good seeing you indeed. Thanks for joining this episode of Beast Mode Tech Tuesday. Greetings, DJ Ramaroff. Hope the tires worked out well for you. He had uh, picked up some toys from us as a friend and family. I was able to give him a friend and family deal, which is great. Ah, Huckleberry Finn, who is probably so vexed at me. I owe you something, Huckleberry Finn. I am so sorry. It's been just bananas here. Yesterday, I had this crazy Z project come in, and it took up my whole day. And when it was, when I was done, it was nighttime and late, and I was done. I, I'm so sorry. Because I, miss, because I disappointed you, Huckleberry, I am going to give you a little incentive, okay, for your patience. You've been very patient with me. I appreciate that indeed, you know? Uh, boys, R11, good seeing you. Mohammed, good seeing you as well. Hello, Sammy. Thank you for joining today. I3, thank you so much. Juan Grande to you, just joined. Hello, Shell. Thank you so much. Shell's been my great, great friend ever since my days in pharma. And she remained in the industry, and I defected. The pharma industry is really interesting. I defected and went into my own thing. And Shell's just been just my heart, just an amazing person. However, Juan Grande, who is Big John, for those of you who don't know much about my backstory when it comes to my drag racing, he was my crew chief. My goodness, John was just vicious with me. He... He was the best, best crew chief I can ask for. John had the opportunity to travel with me from Florida through North Carolina to Butte Creek, Maryland, 
to uh, um, Orlando, Florida, then up to um, um, Illinois, Joliet, and then down to Arizona, and then to Sacramento, and then to the Pacific Northwest, and then to San Antonio, Texas, and then back to California. Every year, that was our, how would I say, John? How I say that? That was our trek, our little uh, process every year from, for almost 10 years. And we broke records, and we won races, and I have so many trophies at home and trophies in the office. It was just a wonderful time. And uh, now we've done other great things. And uh, John is now focused on his family life, doing some great things in the dunes. I'm over here building cars. We don't race anymore, right, John? But um, we need to get to it. We need to, I'm going to resurrect the inside, John, and you have to be our crew chief for one last time. You have to line me up, talk crap to the person in the other lane, make a mess up, come back, and let's lay down some numbers. <laughs> That'll be so good. Tell you what, John, I'm going to bend over backwards in the next two weekends to get this insight running. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen, huh? What builds are you currently working on, says Fox Design, that you tell us about? Um, I have a 991.2 up on the left where we're doing some uh, very unique things with an exhaust system, updated intercoolers courtesy of CSF, and also a Cobb tune, a flash tune. Something else I'm working on down there is an Audi R8, which had some really big challenges where we take care of that. Um, I have an EV conversion 356 that we're, build, we're gonna start on in, uh, or actually putting the motor out this week. Um, there's a 1972-911 that's getting a, a, um, an EV conversion as well. There's a 930 silver right there that came from Michigan that's getting one done. We're installing the engine to Caterham this week as well. Um, it's, it's kind of a crazy busy week. And then I'm delivering on Thursday the car you helped with, the Hot Wheels car, to Mattel. So even though things are really shut down, I'm going to go very early safely. I'm going to pull the car out, walk away, <laughs> get my truck and leave, which is pretty cool, you know? Please collaborate, collaborate with Keep Gunning, says Abe on YouTube. I don't know who that is, um, but I love, I love interacting with uh, enthusiasts. So if this person's a good enthusiast, I'll be, I'm, all, I'm all ears, I'm all down. Hello, Rob Motorsport. I guess Rob Motorsport concurs, you know? Would you ever consider taking part in a front-wheel drive, no prep racing? AJ Thompson, I would, but I, is that legal? I don't, I'm kind of, um, in my stage in life now, and it's been like that for many a decade, I have stepped away from street racing. So if it's a street race, it wouldn't be my cup of tea. Um, I don't condone street racing. I love sanctioned events where there's safety in case something happens. There's a team there that can make sure you're alive and are fine. Um, going to you know, a desolate area in the middle of the night, I did that when I was in college. It was great for me then. I saw someone die here in Ontario at a street race, and I stopped cold turkey. So if that's the case, I wouldn't. Is it possible to do ITB on a turbo setup? Not only is it possible, EK Cloud, it's been done even by OEMs. BMW does it all the time. So you can, yes, you can have amazing throttle response with turbocharging with ITBs. And the one company I know that does a great job in pressurized inter in integrated uh, throttle bodies um, or individual throttle bodies is Kinsler. So they have these mechanisms and because the, sh the shaft is very important. You need to be able to blow through that without any, any leakage. So that being said, Kinsler does a good job in doing that. So if you need one, hit them up. They can take care of it, you know? You can't street race anymore. Now you're a pro racer, says Rod Motorsport. Yes. As a matter of fact, um, it was a blessing in disguise. Not that I, it was good that someone passed away, but it was a blessing in disguise that I quit street racing and went to semi-pro because that's when American Honda found me. That's when I had the opportunity to get picked up by the OEM. That's when I had the opportunity to build this CRZ, which is the first OEM car I ever built which led to us building stuff for Ford and with Hyundai and building the Odyssey van and then the Sonata and then the, uh, um, the uh, Civic Si and doing stuff behind the scenes. So all that led to that. If I kept street racing 
and didn't go semi-pro, I wouldn't have been spotted by the team from Honda. I wouldn't have been approached, and I wouldn't have had the deals that I had. So yes, it was a good thing. Hello, Hassan. Good seeing you. Um, if you give me a time and date, I'll come down and help you with insight. Sounds good. I would do that indeed, Zach, by all means. Greco Luca, thank you so much. I know. Fox says good luck, Zach. <laughs> yes, good luck indeed. Good luck indeed. Um, the insight. Uh, Fox, you need to make something for it. Something that when I come out will give me a good luck charm. There's a, there's a young girl who gave me a stitch, because we call the car stitch, a stitch little doll and a little hand bracelet for good luck. And I have that on my roll cage. So that's sitting there now, and I'll always keep it in that car. Even if it goes to the museum, it's going to stay there. So Fox Design, if you have something you can send my way, something that can give me good luck, I would love that, and I'll mount in the car, and it will be there for me, because I need to bring this out. I need to contact my friends at the Mickey Thompson, update the tires. I run Draxler wheels and tires in the rear, and 28 by 9-inch slicks in the front. I need to update those, um, go through my axles, go through my pump. I run a Barnes pump, so I have to send it to them. They're in, they're in South Bay. I hope they're open. Everything in the South Bay was closed today, you know? Um, I need to get your updated t-shirt design. Sounds good to me. Hedy's here now. Good seeing you, hun. Um, it's just a great opportunity for us to like kind of resurrect things and let the young people see what I did back in the day. And it's so sad. We didn't have Instagram or YouTube when I was racing this. So limited YouTube, but no Instagram. And it'd be nice for me to put videos in car and have you guys come along with me and see me race this thing. It is fast. As a matter of fact, if there's one car that the Honeycorn in my arsenal should race against, it should be the Insight, a front-wheel drive Insight. Not the K3, not the M16, not the van. It needs to be this Insight. That is the car that'd be good. Oh, Nico, I like your logo. It looks like a Peugeot logo, which is the first car I ever drove, which I learned how to drive manual with. Have, um, have you ever built a Raspberry Pi in a car and controlled it with stuff like that? No, I have not. I feel the Raspberry Pi is okay, but it, it, with today's methodology, it's a bit archaic. So I haven't done Raspberry Pi at all. Um, a lot of my partners, um, technical partners, use much, much newer uh, protocols for control and visualization. So I do not use that at all. But great question indeed, you know? What's the horsepower potential of the 2010 and newer Acura RL TL ZDX? It has tons of potential. It depends on how far you want to go. For drag car, street car, are you building something for the dunes? It depends. You are limited by airflow and the integrity of the block itself. So, can you push a 100 horsepower per cylinder, naturally aspirated, and a ZDX motor? Yes, you can, with a lot of surgery, and the cams to support it. Can you push over 1,500 horsepower with the power plant, the engine? Yes, you can, but you have to reinforce it. So there's potential there. Will those engines be streetable? Absolutely not. You have so much cross-section area in the port that even going off the line is a challenge. Something I experienced on my inside I was talking about. When I take the car, when I drive the car, start the car from the pits, and try and drive to the line, it's like <coughs> It's so challenging to even get to the line. But after 5,500 RPMs, 5,500 RPMs, oh my goodness. This thing is ridiculous. Just absolutely crazy. So, guess what? On my dyno even, I can't tune under 5,000 RPMs. I have to do sweeps above 5,000. Parts of throttle above 5,000. I just make sure that my tipping is okay so I don't have any weird lean spots, and that's it. And I'm stage injection. I need to spend some time with this engine because I'm using a very different protocol now for my tuning. So I need to take some time and optimize my injector phasing. 
because I think last time I played with this, my phasing was off. Because I have stage injection, and with the distance I have, I want to time it. I want to time that spray to happen right when the injector is about to open, which is good. 83 SC Porsche, good seeing you indeed. So I think, do you have a pulse chamber? I think you do. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, thank you for joining my Tech Tuesday today. I just came on board a couple minutes late, primarily because we've been having warnings back-to-back -back in California about COVID and how we should really stay at home and not move. And I knew something was awry because I was getting all these cancellations yesterday. Today, I'm supposed to be at a very high-tech company doing this Tech Tuesday, which you guys were all loved, but they canceled that, and we'll, push to, we'll postpone it to January. Um, I had an opportunity to go to the South Bay and interact with my friends at AEM today. I wasn't even allowed in the building. <laughs> They said, nope, you can't come in. Stay outside. So I had some components I wanted to bring to them. And I left it on the door, <laughs> took a picture, like DoorDash. I was like, technology DoorDash today. Took a photo of it and then left it there and then called the head of PR, marketing, VP of sales and said, hey, here's a picture <laughs> of the components on your doorstep. Anyway. And I come here and there's all these alerts going on and we're supposed to do something with Porsche got canceled. We're supposed to do something with our friends from um, uh, race service got canceled. It's just so much stuff getting canceled. <sighs> yeah. You're right. We, need, we do need to wash our hands, Meme Harvest, PNG. We do really do. Yeah, I hear you, Cindy. Alert fatigue. It, it's, it's so many alerts. But this one, I, I never received a COVID alert on my phone. That, that boop, boop, boop. Never received that. And had a couple today already. You know, I agree with you. Um, I, unfortunately, uh, Water, who's saying that I should build a crazy beast model Tundra, I do not have a relationship with Toyota. And it, was much have been, it must have been easier when they were here in Torrance, but now they moved to Texas, and I don't have an annex. I don't have a connection with them. I think TRD is still here, and they've brought cars here too, but they're not the, whole, you know, the PR guys. So if you have an in with Toyota, I am down, you know. Fogsna says, tell Lindsay from Pure All, thanks for the goodies. I would do that. I speak to her daily. Can we cancel COVID too in due time? The thing is that it needs, we need to be safe. And I mean that, guys. It may sound like something that is, you know, some people say it's a hoax or it's not serious or the case may be, but to be honest with you, it is serious. Growing up, I had a friend of mine, Kelechi Mwembele. He was my best friend in primary school and secondary school. We lived very in close proximity to each other in Nigeria. We were born the same day, minutes apart. I learned three months ago that he died from COVID. And, you know, it really disturbed his lungs. He really couldn't speak. It was really sad. And, and he passed away, which hurt me. And that's someone very close to me that happened. And then I come to learn a week and a half ago that my best friend from college, nah, her mom, died moments after, or my, moments prior to her calling me and letting me know her mom passed from COVID as well. So I know two people personally. My best friend and my best friend mom who passed away from this. So it's very, it's very, thank you so much, Cindy, for the, for the condolences. It's very sad that this is a very serious matter. So we do have to wash our hands. We do have to stay close. It's not a big deal wearing a mask. It's not a big deal washing your hands off. And it's not being a big deal social distancing. Even, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, it, it's, it's not too difficult to do. We just have to be, be, be careful until... The time comes that we can get to something close to normal, to being normal. And there are people who, you know, exist today 
who will not be here tomorrow because of this silly virus. And we just need to be safe, guys. That's all. Thank you so much. So on a more positive note, we have to focus on things we have control over, which is how we take care of ourselves. I have to keep building cars and moving forward, keep doing projects and moving forward, keep pushing technology for enjoyment. Um, I had a good time this weekend. You guys would be very proud. This Sunday was the only Sunday in, I don't remember how long, I didn't come into work. I just didn't come in. And it's part of the COVID thing because I felt like, you know what, um, Saturday was a bit much, it was kind of crazy, and I needed to cruise around. So, got into K3V, drove all, came to work with on Saturday, finished work and drove home on su Saturday night. Sunday, went to Long Beach, everything was closed. <laughs> went to Signal Hill, had a meeting, tried to get something to eat, nothing was available. Um, came back, um, tried driving on the coast, some things are open there, which is good. Came back as well, and that's why you saw so many videos of the, of the, um, of the K3V back there, because it was, we were having a lot of fun. And I put some miles on that thing, and the great thing is I was able to use quick charging, Chatamo, thank you Blink, <laughs> thank you Orion. And I was able to put hundreds of miles, and if my battery got a little low, within a few minutes, literally a few minutes, I think my longest session was 23 minutes. I was back to full charge and I was, bam, I was at it again. And you should see the looks. You should see the looks that people gave me when I was charging this thing at a charge. It was bananas. I don't think there's any car I could buy, a Bugatti, Veyron, a Ferrari, um, a Lamb. I don't know what I could buy that could give me the attention that thing gives. It's amazing. Yes, this is a blue EG next to me. It's a turbocharged EG. We're putting together for our friends at Action Clutch. Very good partners of ours, good technical partners. And we're helping them, them out with this build. The build was here, it's run before, but it wasn't in the, in the best condition. So we're bringing it up to BC Motor standards. How's that? And it's gonna be magnificent when it's done. Already has a sequential gearbox, twin disc clutch in it, has fuel system updated, electronic system updated. It had all these crazy switches. All the seven buttons in the car are now down to two. Two switches, that's it. Hello, Arby. <laughs> Oh, no worries. Are you going to be around? Are you heading back? Uh, I'm probably going to head back. Okay, no worries. No worries. Are you done? Oh, no, I'm still, I'm still with my friends. <laughs> Good seeing you. So that's RB, great guy. He's a car fanatic. He owns this company next door, this wonderful vape company known as Ruthless. And he's just, he has, his car collection is, I, I need to grow up. I need to get to his level. I'm just, I'm just starting off compared to him, you know? Um... Yeah, K, it's a K20, K20, it is, um, fully, fully built. Um, oh, we upgraded turbo. He had a smaller, um, I think it was a comp turbo, and we moved him up to this 69 millimeter monster T4 Turbonex turbo, billet, 11 blade, with his crazy C wheel with so much arrow. It's amazing. Anyway, Theo says, hey, BC, love your work and your story. I aspire to do work like you. Got any advice for young guys like, guys like me? I do. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to go better from a tangent, and then I'll come back and it'll make sense to you. That tangent is this. Nowadays, it seems to be very popular <laughs> to poop on higher education, to say it's useless, it's worthless, so on and so forth. Um, and I agree, partially. And what I mean by partially, it depends on what you study. Um, guys, as much as there, it's, it's a lot of fun to do, um, stay away from humanities and the liberal arts and some of those other majors because when you graduate, there's not much available. 
Even the criminal justice thing that's pretty popular. It's cool and everything if you want to study law, but there are other things you can do to give yourself a much broader opportunity. And that's in the sciences, biochemistry, engineering, architecture. These are things you can study and boom, you're in high demand. Unless we won't allow crazy immigrants like us to come over and take all the jobs. Anyway, um, but engineering is the way to go. And being able to do what I can do even better than I could ever imagine is to study mechanical, chemical, aerospace engineering. Those will give you the tools. I mean, when I went to engineering school, we did drafting by hand. So I had to learn Fusion 360. I had to learn SolidWorks. I had to learn how to create IGES files and all that fun stuff. You are trained now. Zach, who's still here, he's a master of already at his young age. He's a teenager. He's a master, preteen even. He's a master of being able to design and 3D print components. Imagine if I had access to that when I was much younger. What would I create today? So what does that mean? As much as there's education there with learning hands-on and YouTube and all that stuff, having a formal education is actually quite important. So we need more creative engineers, and I mean that. We really do. I have a lot of engineers that come here from Formula SAE or customers that walk in, and they have this one-track mind, very narrow, very blinded, very... They don't think out of the box. But for someone like yourself who, wants to, who appreciates the madness that I put out here, thinking out of the box, bringing concepts, not caring what people do, not joining the herd, walking the path least traveled, trailblazing, if you admire that, we need you in engineering. We need more people like you, you know? Um, it's, it's, oh, look at, look at what Cindy just said. The person who designed the COVID uh, vaccine did it on computer. I couldn't do that looking at YouTube, right? So that being said, we need to study good majors. And with that, it now gives you the tools, the discipline, the gumption, the focus to be able to create anything you want. And I look forward to the day that when you have the opportunity to finish and you create an awesome automobile or, 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 or I would say transportation device, I would be more than honored to buy one. So many people write to me and said, BC, thank you so much for guiding me in the right direction. One individual, when, Cindy, you get a kick out of this. One individual who was just a customer of mine, I sat him down and said, hey, you're very clever. Here's what you need to do. He studied engineering, then went to med school, then got his PhD, and now is in oncology doing re oncology research. And he's very, very, very comfortable financially and loves what he does. Now he's playing with cars again. It's great. And he said, BC, because I listen to you, and my life is much better now. Yes, ELM, mechanical engineering. I mentioned that. I mentioned the mechanical Aerospace, chemical, those are great. I mean, I love chemical because it gives me a basis in everything, and then when I get into fuels and batteries and all this stuff, I can reign supreme, and I do understand because I have to take electives in mechanical engineering, so I understand mechanical items. I take classes in EE, so I understand things that are of electrical nature, which allows me to do what I'm doing now. I have to take computer um, science courses because, of course, programming is quite important, and you know, then we had to do COBOL and Fortran and all that stuff, but it allowed me to understand logic much better than if I didn't take those classes. So the chemical engineering curriculum was a very good basis for me to take things from all around different disciplines. While EE is a little bit more you know, focused, ME you have a little bit you can play around with, which is pretty nice. Same with aerospace, but chemi was really good for me. I'm, I'm glad I studied that indeed, you know? Except that PCHEM kicked my butt. It was the one class that didn't allow me to do extremely well. I could have had straight A's if not for PCHEM. It's a really tough curriculum. Anyway. Have a Mountain B7 upgrade kit. Black cracked, what? Under warranty, replace it now, happening again about, I don't know, track. So what are you cracking? 
um, block, your block cracked. Oh my goodness. So here's the question. Are you sleeving your block or is this just stop? Because 450 pounds for the torque, that's cool. That's not so bad. That is not so bad. I wish I could see. So I'll tell you a little story. And we've experienced this with Speed Factory. We used to see the same thing with D-Series blocks. And the D-Series blocks were engines made to just withstand 105, 110 horsepower. We're pushing 7, 800. And when we got to the 800 mark, the block was split in half. But we're able to fix that by putting a brace around the block. So it's almost like you may, it may be worth you sitting down. And he says mountain. You may have to sit down with Tyler Hara, who's there, an engineer. He's an ME. And see if there's a way to reinforce your block to prevent that from happening. Because that's quite annoying. How can you, 450 pounds for the torque is cool. It's not the end of the world. It's not, it's not, it's not like you're doing 900 pounds for the torque. Um, is it coming emanating from the drivetrain? Is it area the bell housing closest? Is it from the, where the head studs end? Is it from the bottom end of the girdle? I don't know where that is. So it's going to take some sleuthing to be able to find out. But there is always a solution, you know? That's why we hired you. Yes. So Cindy, by all means, guys, Cindy Kelly Mays is, I love her. She is amazing. She hired me into pharma. So... She had so many candidates to choose from. Um, the first time I went was this crazy cattle call at the LA Hilton. And I went there, first time in pharma. I had one suit, because that's all I could afford. And I owe a lot of my success to her, because she allowed me to have the ability to interact with people better. She allowed me the ability to have a good life financially, to even buy my dyno back there. I, yes, I bought my dyno for myself with the money I made in pharma gave me the flexibility to go and interact in the pharma community with my strengths without confining me and keeping me, you know, just fixed in this box. She allowed me to go outside the box and do things to be able to influence properly. And I made a lot of money in my 20s. I was able to buy my house. All thanks to Cindy Kelly Mays making the decision to hire me with Valerie Crow, which is crazy, yeah? So Cindy, thank you so much for being a very positive influence on my life. I love you as well. Thank you so much. Oh, there's Ryan. Ryan has joined us. So, Ryan, you just missed it. Ryan is the gentleman, guys, who built the um, EVS2K. He's the one I just spoke to before. Ryan, someone asked about the, you know, what was about the, e, you know, the electric uh, S2K. I told him about the build quality that you put together there. I told you about the, I told them about the, I told you the detail and how no stone was left unturned. I talked about how you were even proud enough to show the, all the wiring, even though all that will be covered up and secured safely later on. But it was just a, a beautiful car. You did a smashing job, Ryan. Hello, speaking of engineers, here's Relentless Racing, AJ, who's a mechanical engineer, and I believe he went to Cal State. Cindy, I think you and I went there once for a, a fair, a farm fair. It was um, up north, uh, Cal State. Oh, tell me, AJ, what school did you go to? I totally forgot. <laughs> I know it's north, it's near the one, it's north of LA. I know it's that. Um, but anyway, he is a mechanical engineer as well. And he um, is very creative. He taught me a lot about racing. So I mentioned to you guys earlier, I want to bring back the insight. I did a lot of drag racing. I started, I was forced into the Northridge. That's it. There you go. Smashing. Thank you. You have impeccable memory, Cindy. I'm, I'm getting all crazy with this madness. Anyway, he taught me how to drive better. How? No, there it is. You beat me already. Cindy beat you, Relentless Racing. AJ, Cindy Kelly Mays and I Cal <laughs> State Willow Springs and said, Cindy, that has been silly. Um, Cindy and I actually went to your school to recruit some of your people into the pharma industry. 
well, your people being alumni or current students of Northridge, but it was a lot of fun. Anyway, um, AJ taught me how to drive better, how smooth is faster. Because I, I, guys, I'll be honest with you, I have no chagrin sharing this with you. When I went to Willow Springs for the first time to race, I drag raced on the track. I mean it. I, I did. And what I mean by drag race on the track, I'd point on a straightaway, shoot, floor it, and I see a corner, I slam on the brakes, and then turn, and then navigate it, and then, oh, straightaway, boo. So it was fun for me, because I'm like, wow, this is much better at drag racing, but I was drag racing. And then, AJ, and then by doing that, I was really upsetting the car a lot, getting slower times. Now, thanks to AJ's instruction, and APR, who's here, their arrow, I was able to smoothly shift, and we've, I mean, he even went with me to new NSX. Um, Acura gave us a car to play around with, and AJ was with me. He said, wow, this thing is pretty fast. He taught me how to be a better driver each lap after lap, and I was improved and improved and improved. He's asked me to send him videos of me in the center seat. I'm terrified because I know he's going to critique me, but I need to do that because I want to be better as well. But then again, I do want him to drive the center seat to give me some feedback on how I can improve on that car because I'm always constantly learning, which is good, you know? ARCE built, very talented fabricator. Hello, good seeing you indeed, Andy. Andy actually did a cage in the wagon, which is right here, and did a great job. Ah, Relentless Racing said NSX was seriously scary fast. And it was bone stock AJ, so imagine if I had the opportunity to modify it. <laughs> How crazy would that be? What's up, Lucas Weinsberg? Good seeing you, sir, indeed. Thank you for joining our Tech Tuesday. Um, good afternoon, Dark Wraith Cade. Hey, what are you guys talking about? So um, I had no idea that Andy from ARC Build has this, above and beyond doing cages, has this amazing talent of being able to do ama sorry, amazing hard lines in cars. So I do kind of want to utilize his services. And then he boasts about his panels. So um, Andy, I'm going to take you up on that. I'm building this EV. I'm going to have you do some really cool panels and see how your work is. I don't have much time, but I want to see your skills. And if so... I'll play some orders with you and we'll knock them out. Have them going, have them going, have them going. Hello, Tommy Rossi, good seeing you. Hello, Nikel, good seeing you as well. Ah, the most toe, tail. am I saying it correctly? The most tell. good seeing you as well. Hello, Nick Death, thank you for joining us on this Tech Tuesday. I'm here in the facility, it's quite quiet. The whole city is quiet, everything's quiet. We're getting alerts. Hey, I don't know if you saw the alerts as well, how we're getting all these crazy alerts about COVID, stay home, don't go outside. It's pretty, 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 Bananas, you know? Uh, let's EV my 996. I am so, I've been waiting to EV a 996. And I have so much up here that I want to put on a 996. Because I have a soft spot for 996s. I love the M96 engines. It was the first, one of the first Porsches I ever had. It's the first water-cooled Porsche I ever drove. And I love that car. And someone made an offer and I sold it. Even my blue 911, the blue IROC Porsche, 996 engine. I love that car. I love the 96, but to be able to electrify one and keep the essence of the 96, improve on it, make more power, 996 EV3, yep, that'll be it, Hetty, absolutely. It will be, if you're serious, sir, DM me here. I have quite a few people in line, even Huckleberry here. But if you're willing to work with me and do something maybe starting by the June, July timeframe, let's do it, indeed. Can you build an EV drift car? Can I? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. They all look the same. Shame on you, Kevin. Shame. Kevin, shame on you. They all look the same. Oh, my goodness. Sounds good, sir. Sounds good. And, and it doesn't matter where you are. People ship cars. The car right there is from, you know, Detroit. This one right here came all the way from England. So people ship cars here all the time. I like the 994. It looks really good. Very, very nice. I do like it. Porsche knows their stuff. And as time progresses, we're starting to work closer and closer with them, with that team. You know, I need to use this. This is um, something I bought. I just looked at my bag. This is something I bought that I need to use. So Teleson, I just bought this. And it's like a mouth thing that you put in and then holds a camera. And you guys can see what I'm doing in real time. I don't think I can do that racing. That's kind of dangerous, right? Because if I crash, I can knock my teeth out. But if I'm building something or welding something or wiring something or feeding something, I will have the opportunity of showing you guys like, like POV, which is pretty cool. I may do that. Or driving even. Is that even good driving? What if I have a mishap? See, I overthink sometimes. Let's just do stuff, you know? What do you think about twin turboing a Honda motor? Um, I don't think it's bad, especially if it makes sense. Not for aesthetics, but for physical sense. Hello, HHP Media. Good seeing you. Long time no speak. Um, a V6 Honda would be the perfect candidate for that, if it allows for it. Especially the ones with integrated heads, with a catalyst typically bolt on. Just having some small, efficient twins there would be, would be good. By all means, you know. Um, can you do a Jaguar 70s, 80s project? Upgrade suspension and turbo? How much? It depends. So projects could be as cost effective as 20,000 so dollars. It could go up into the six figures. It depends on the involvement, how involved your project is. And we can quote you out, which is good, you know. We'll be around this weekend. Saturday, yes, Sunday, no. Unless that gets canceled. We're supposed to have this toy drive on Sunday. A very safe one, indeed. It's like a drive-through toy drive um, out near the coast. But if they cancel it, then I'll be here working. If not, DJ, um, I'll be there. But Saturday, I should be here working, indeed, you know? Yes, absolutely, Fox Design. Congrats on the EVS2K. And, you know, Ryan has seen what we typically see. Fire from both sides. Fire with people like, oh, my God, this is the most exciting thing in the world. And fire from the other side. Oh, my goodness, you ruined the car. Guess what? Ryan, don't even let them get to you. Keep pushing forward. The only way... The only way to change things is to venture where people typically don't go. And that build is amazing. The more you open your mouth, the more the build comes. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so funny. I'm doing well, Taft. I hope you're doing great. Danny GSR, good seeing you. I think I saw you on the Porsche page. Good seeing you again, you know. Can you check your, can you check your private chat? I do. Saif, I check my DMs daily. But I also get literally hundreds of DMs, hundreds, and I go through them, go through them, go through them, more come in with their answer, and I respond, it's, it's, but I do get, I do try, I will get to you. Hello, D-Ling, who I would, I'm itching to work with again on some crazy turbo fans, I'm looking at your designs on Facebook, you are killing it, I will be disadvantaged if I don't have the opportunity to play with some of your designs, stop, stop, Depriving me, dealing. <laughs> I just love his stuff. So dealing helped me with turbo fans for, of course, the wagon in the rear. Helped me with turbo fans on my Hyundai hybrid project, which is amazing. He is a master craftsman. I love his work. It's just too bad that he's not here in the U.S. But it still works. We're a global village here, no problem. You know. You car push says I, Joe. Yes, we have quite a few here, but I'm surrounded by quite a few cars. So I have a Honda hybrid here. A sport four-wheel drive EG, 5,000 horsepower Odyssey. 
the beautiful 935X. Next to that, I have, forgive me for you guys and get you on pointed things, doesn't make sense, does it? The M16 Petrol 935 and the K3V Electrified 935, you know? First good, Gen 3 arrived for Japan for Arc 7, nice. What about the stock EF Civic SI engines? What do you know about the stock EF? What do I know about the stock EF? John, are you still here? I don't know if John, Big John is here, 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 you know? William is asking, I don't know if he's in jest. What do I know about the stock EF engines? Hello, Alan. I guess John is gone. Because he's my crew chief and I was gonna have him tell you. But put it this way. You know how earlier on, if you were here earlier on, I talked about honing my teeth in small displacement, high RPM engines? Well, I mastered and created tons of products for the D-series engines, non-VTEC. The records I hold in D-series in natural aspirated, yeah, you did. The records I hold in D-series performance hold still today. And he said it's called Google. <laughs> me, me. Um, wow. Um, Till today, no one's made more than 238 wheel horsepower on a D-series natural aspirator, which we did. Um, when it comes to the wagon, we were able to make 700 horsepower, and there's not one person that exists on this planet today who makes 700, 800 horsepower in a single cam that doesn't use our components to do that. So yes, I know quite a bit about those engines, quite a bit indeed. Um, I always look up to Mugen, and I saw, we surpassed Mugen in the late 90s. So that's pretty exciting, you know. Hello, real red for you, you know. Why ask Google if you can ask a legend? <laughs> Says Alan. I guess it's easier, right? But sometimes Google, oh, call Honda. Okay, he's being silly now. Call Honda Tech, you know. Oh, my goodness. 788. I guarantee you they have components in our car. Um, our components in their car. Every record breaker in the D series has a decent amount of part. Let it be a cam, bow spring, piston, rock, something. That's how crazy it is. And to see that my performance did 78, that's amazing. I remember I posted, a, I think I posted a video of them. I think they're running a level X cam in that, or 3.6 in that vehicle. It's been a while. Anyway, yes, so thank you so much. Wow, time is flying. Oh my God. Um, thank you, Chad, for the kind words. <laughs> I know, Hedy's being very naughty today. Is drifting as cool as Target Drift makes it seem? Really cool? Um, it depends. Now, Hollywood does a great job in embellishing, right? So it's cool if you're driving. It's cool as a passenger watching it. It's okay. It's not as exciting. So I say Hollywood makes it more exciting than it actually is, you know? Oh my God, Ian Moon said he loves her hated lot because she's creates problems. <laughs> yes, hashtag single jingle, hashtag one cam only, amen, you know? Your build to art says APR Chris. Thank you so much, Chris. And you guys allow mine to do it. You allow my project cars to look the part. I mean, look at the look at the arrow on the K3. Look at the arrow even on the 935 that Porsche is posed. Look at the oh, M6 is just thank you. Thank you for allowing me to allow my job to become much easier. <laughs> Can we get an EV temperature car soon? Yes, and that heavily depends on batteries. So, the one thing I've been constantly gathering data on in the past few weeks and continuing to improve upon is battery management and definitely thermal battery management in particular. And as we continue to have more dense battery packs, and I, it may come to a point where I have to start doing things myself, because some of the things I'm finding commercially are not up to what I'm trying to 
explore or not up to the task of what I'm trying to do. Maybe it's time to take the bull by the horns and make something um, that's contained, modular, um, easy to cool, uh, easy to mount together, easy to connect, extremely safe, and very, very, very power dense. Um, yeah, that may be the way to go. K3V vs. Honeycorn would have to be, says, been awesome. Well, Diling, I'd say something different. It needs to be a race that is intriguing. And what I mean by that, Honeycorn is this four-digit all-wheel drive setup, right? So you have four digits all-wheel drive. Then you have a 600-horsepower rear-wheel drive EV. Okay, that's cool. But are they really well paired? Are they that opposite? How about this? I propose this. How about a front-wheel drive, slick-down, swilly-barred, natural-aspirated Honda Insight versus the all-wheel drive, 1,400-horsepower Honeycorn? Now, that is an interesting race. And that's something that I wouldn't might want to do it, you know? Frustrated versus Hoon? I don't know what that means. Um, do you have a go-to car, daily driver? Yes, um, I have a Hyundai Ioniq 2017. But today I drove the 2015 plus 991. And then this weekend I was driving the K3V. Um, I'm lucky enough to have quite a few options here to play around with, you know? Oh, one grand, I was calling you a moment ago, John, because someone was asking if I knew anything about EF engines or D-series engines, which is pretty interesting, you know? Oh, I see what you mean, D-Ling. Um, Honeycorn in the world, it was just only drag racing. Yeah, 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 I see what you mean. BC versus World, now that's a show. Oh, that'd be interesting. Maybe I can pitch that. I'm seeing some network people next week. Maybe, or actually, Thursday. Not next week, but this week, Thursday. That can make something happen, you know? I talked to you on Twitter and shared that Pikes Peak EV car with you. The guys who made the batteries are known as EV Drive. Their batteries are meant to push 800 volts and water-cooled. Yes, so volts are different. Um, I don't need 800. I'm hovering the 400 range. Two things are important to me. The power density is very critical. The pouch or cell material is very critical. The amount of kilowatt hours available to me per unit weight is very important to me as well. So, Maddie, yes, thank you so much for sharing that. 800 volts is one thing, that's cool. That's what the Taycan uses. But the inverters I'm playing with hovers around the 403 volt range. But I need something that doesn't offer a lot of sag, even if my battery state of charge goes down to let's say the 70% range. I see a lot of sag with what I currently use now. Sag meaning when you step on it, when you stomp on it, if you're, let's say, 400 volts, you stomp on it, it will sag down to, let's say, 380. And when that happens, my protocol pulls away power from me. I need something that has extreme stability, so when I stomp on it, it stays and gives me the energy I need to just decimate my enemies. <laughs> For lack of a better word. Oh, my goodness. Great. I just, you see, I get really excited about this. Um, when I come into the shop, the EV section will be my main focus. Sounds good to me, D-Ling. Sounds good indeed. The Honda Odyssey is a beautiful sound. Yes, it, you know what? The one thing, people, when they don't see this, they think it's a GTR when it comes. It really does sound like one, which is crazy. When you pull up, it's this van. People are laughing. You know, oh, my God, what the hell, you know? Any thoughts on taking out a Tesla project? I'll be more than happy to. I'll be more than honored. I, I really like what Elon and his team are doing. I'm very intrigued by the Plaid upcoming um, uh, program. And that's really going to push the envelope. And then my guys from Porsche will come by and regroup and come out with something crazy. And then Elon will release something else. And it's just amazing 
when competitors go against each other, the consumers benefit, which is pretty good, you know? But got killed on fastest car. Yes, Aiden, because it was, get ready for it, wait for it, reality TV. <laughs> so, Aiden, reality TV. So, television um, is not real. <laughs> so, would you put a front-wheel drive minivan against a slicked-down rear-wheel drive if it wasn't for television? No. You would come up with something that was rear-wheel drive, or like the K3V, all right? Or, um, you know, The Simpsons is a show, too. Very nice cartoon. That's not real either, okay? That's not real either. So, please, think about that, you know? Um, Maddie, you're partially correct. The architecture is the same, but I modified the crap out of it. If you took a Tesla controller and put on what I currently have, it would not even activate at all. So I love studying architecture, using what's commercially available and making it our own. And it is heavily, heavily, heavily modified. As you can think of it, there's no drive unit from Tesla that puts out 475 kilowatts. Just none. Not at all, you know? But why pick the minivan? Aiden, good question. I did not. The network did. So, I'll tell you a big story, which I've told so many times, but I'll tell it to you, Aiden, so you can share with your friends if you're so inclined. When I submitted the car for the show, when it came to me, I said, hey, this may be a cool, cool show. I submitted a rear-wheel drive, Sam is not here, a rear-wheel drive converted, 1,100 horsepower, Hyundai Santa Fe. I put some videos up recently where it does crazy burnout, the thing is fast, lifts up the front wheels, ridiculous, perfect dry car. And they accepted it. I submitted, actually, the blue Arrow Porsche and that one. But when they came to inspect the Hyundai, they saw this and said, hey, we want that. And I told them, hey, it's been on a ton of shows. It's been on Top Gear. It's been on Car Matchmaker. It's been on Drive TV. It's been on a lot of shows. It's also front-wheel drive. It's not a good dry car, unless you let me slick it down. Even then, it's a big old van. Oh, it makes for better television. And they're right, Aiden. It made for better television. And that's the name of the game, is television. It's entertainment, okay? So don't think that after, out of all these cars here that I have, and I want to drag race, which is where my blood is, that my best tool, my best weapon would be a front-wheel drive, street tire, 1,000-horsepower minivan. <laughs> so, reality TV, reality TV indeed. Let's see. Uh, let's see. The minivan was awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm missing all kinds of good stuff. Am I real? Yes, I am real. I am real indeed. Uh, I'm missing good stuff. Okay. When you dyno, are most of your customers look to make crazy power, or are they just allowed to work your magic? Yes, um, that's a good question. So a majority of my customers, and those are the kind of clients that come to me, are individuals who they really want reliable power. And then what I tend to do is share with them what they can have reliably and safely, and then suggest if they want more, what they can do to improve. And for those individuals who improve, they end up seeing better results. And those who are happy where they are, that's good. You know, John is saying I'm a robot. <laughs> John, of all the people in the world, John has known me more than my wife has known me. And if he's saying I'm a robot, maybe, maybe I am a robot. So silly. In the 70s, why do they think robots would do that? That's pretty interesting. Anyway, I'm not a robot. I'm a human being who works hard and barely sleeps and thinks out of the box and talks to himself. Yeah, that's me. Okay. Do your neighbors get, get mad uh, that you dine in your garage? Uh, do you think the neighbors would... Oh, of course your neighbors would be upset. It's loud. 
I'm lucky here because we're near an airport and we're zoned to be able to make all that noise. But yeah, you know. Robot versus reality. <laughs> you guys are funny. Thank you, Chasen. Has my back. Most friends and family don't, you know. BC, with so many cars, do you have a preferred brand, performance, tires, or does it depend on the build? So I do like Toyo. Toyo has a very wide gamut of tires from, you know, very hard durometer all seasons to winter tires to very good high performance street strip tires in the R8Rs to the more track friendly RRs to full slicks that they have as well. And then they have drag radios. I have a set of the drag radios up there for those who want some drag radios. But when they don't have any more, are pure drag slicks. So with anything street strip road race, I tend to go towards Toyo. With anything drag, I am very partial to Mickey Thompson, you know? Could you do videos about your Civic? Which one, the wagon? Um, sure, I can do that. I did one with Super Street. But you know what? Um, I need to bolt on a new turbo on this. I need to get out there. It's just, I have so many customer projects to get to. And meaning that, I do have to fly to get to work. So guys, thank you so much for joining me on this Tech Tuesday. I really appreciate you. Next week, Nolan, I promise you, we'll talk about how important sponsors are. Please stay safe. I'm going to have this up in a few moments on Instagram here um, under IGTV. I will also follow up with putting on your popular podcasting networks, whether it's uh, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you name it, Podbean, I'm there. Just search for BC Motor and do it. And then if you want to get excerpts without me laughing and saying hi to everyone, YouTube is the place. Go to the BC Motor YouTube feed, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and boom, you're good to go. Guys, you are amazing. I appreciate all the love I get with the projects. I appreciate all the partnerships I have with all of you and the friendships and family ships, if that's a word. But the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. As Chino said, peace and stay well. Cheers. Bye-bye.